1: Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in March of 2023.
0: And welcome to episode 102, How Do We Model Mathematics?
1: Well, first we want to give a shout out to all of our future book club members. It starts in a week. Well, when yeah. this comes out, it'll be less than a week. It'll be the, the, the upcoming Saturday, right?
0: Yes, it's so exciting. I know. I can't wait to get into it.
1: I know. So thanks to those of you who have signed up already or shared on Twitter or commented about it on Twitter. We can't wait to see everybody at our book club, which will be Saturdays at 3 p.m. EST. Do you have a reflection for this week?
0: Yeah, I just, you know, thinking back to our is, is job, it is teaching a job or a career episode? <laughs> I, I just there was so much there. Like I I it's it's so difficult for us, I think, because we have just have such a passion for teaching. And to us, of course it's not just a job, right? right? And of course it's something that we put our heart and soul into. Um I just wish, I guess, you know, of course, that there would be more respect for the profession and not, oh, teachers are lazy and teachers just want to do it because they get the six, you know, they work six months out of the year and they get the summers off and all the holidays and <sighs> because the truth is I work a lot harder than that, a lot longer than that and not because anyone's forcing me to, but just because I love it and I feel mm. like When you love what you do, that's what you do, you know. Right. But right. I know. And I don't fault people who don't, who set boundaries and who, because it is consuming. You know, it can be. Yeah,
1: I'm wondering when I when I retire. Not anytime soon, but when I retire, if I'm still going to have dreams about school. Mm. Do you have? I have dreams about school. Do you?
0: Um. I don't know if it's about school. It's more about like missing my alarm and then not being at school. Yeah. <laughs> like those are really my dreams. Um, <laughs> like what would happen? But yeah, no, that's I, – I don't know if I really dream about school. I, don't know. Yeah,
1: I I do. All kinds of things about school. But also, yes, missing my alarm. I've dreamt about that many a time over the past yeah. 31 years. Well, I have a reflection, and it's about our friend Carrie. Remember last week I said I was going to call her on my way home from Orlando, which I did, and I left her a voicemail message, and she got back to me on Monday night. Thanks, Carrie, for doing that. And um, she said, got your voicemail, and I'm listening to the podcast now. I am. And then she sent a little jiffy that has a tennis player laying down on the court face down. Yep. That's <laughs> yeah. about how I thought you would be feeling, Carrie. <laughs> same. Same.
0: Yeah. Totally predictable, right? It's that first week back and back in the routine of things, there's no tired, like first week of school tired. You're right.
1: Other than having a baby, like in that first three months, I don't know. I was a zombie. You know?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I felt like a zombie in the first year for my daughter because she was up every night. So that was yeah. not Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was not great. And working. Yeah. That was not that was not uh that was not fun. But
1: no. I mean full on zombie mode. I was definitely three months, but for a year, yeah, zombie mode for sure. Oh, God yeah. bless all the moms. Seriously. All right? For real. Um,
0: And how we don't have in the United States, how we don't have, you know, longer maternity leave or paternity leave. Or paid. Paid. Yeah. Right. Paid leave. It's just insane to me. I I mean, I still, in Canada, they're so lucky they get a year. And I think they're trying to get it up to 18 months, actually. Um, And it's not just maternity, it's paternity. So you can split it with your spouse any way, any which way you'd like, you know, if you want to do nine months and they do three or however. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Here's six weeks.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Not paid.
0: Peace out. Go bring your
1: kid to daycare. Like, so rough. Oh my gosh. Okay. Back on track here. Sorry. Um, listeners, I'm a little bit tired. Um, the past weekend with my niece, woo, Woo, which was fantastic. She ran the Disney 10K and half marathon, the fairy tale princess thing. So, you know, cheering her on and being up with her in the middle of the night, you know, getting the texts and the pictures and everything. Oh, we got to the place and all this anyway. And going to the parks. And then having spaghetti night and parent training two nights in a row this week. And then this morning was Read Across America, Dr. Seuss's birthday, where we had a whole bunch of volunteers mm. come in. And I had to escort people all around. Whew, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> I, I think yeah. I'm, I can rival Carrie's tiredness right now.
0: <laughs> That's a long I mean, week.
1: Can you hear it in my voice? Like, I feel yes. like, yeah.
0: yes. Yeah.
1: 100%. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I do have some good news from this week. Okay. Also, another reason I'm tired is I started three small groups with some fifth graders starting on Monday. And I told them that I would be working with them Mondays through Thursdays, but not on Fridays because, you know, I cover for SPT, you know, for the teachers to go to meetings. And, you know, that the ending time of that varies every single week. And one of the girls yesterday, she knew it was Wednesday. And as she came in, she goes, is tomorrow our last day with you? And I go, no. And (laughs) and I said, you got me through like April. And she lit up like a Christmas tree. And all of them were like, yay! Isn't that the sweetest?
0: That is.
1: I'm working with three groups for 30 minutes a day. And I love it. And they love it. And you know what we're doing right now? Fractions. We started with the beginning. Just fractions, equivalent fractions, what a fraction is, like the whole beginning, right? And I'll work my way up with them to dividing fractions, but... Yeah, I had to figure out like where where do, where should I start with them? What do they know? What don't they know? And lo and behold, some of them are very good. I know this is going to be a shocker at procedures with zero understanding. So mm-hmm. anytime that a kid like spits out an answer, I'm like, great. Can you model that for me? Mm-hmm. Show me. You know, and I I have dumped out containers full of fraction bars right now. I'm like, all right, show me what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have some good news too. I attended some sessions this weekend for the Build Math Minds um, virtual, virtual math. summit. Oh,
1: yes, me too.
0: Oh, good. Uh, we haven't even talked about that. No, we I don't haven't. Know. No. Uh, and one that I enjoyed was a presentation on, well, I mean, I enjoyed all of them. I love listening to Peter. Of course. Uh, like, please. Just like, oh my gosh. Yes. And wait, Annalise's- I want to tell you.
1: I listened to him on my way back from Orlando. So I had it playing in my car. I did not yeah. look at YouTube, okay? I, I still had Waze on, but it was playing
0: in the background. And I just right. – I, I was like, what a great summary of the book. I, exactly. What? It's, it was so good. So It was good. so good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. And Annalise always – I mean, her – her episode, her episode, her presentation. Her presentation was so full of resources, crazy. Okay, crazy. You know
1: what? We have a few more days to uh, for access, so Annalise, I'm going to do that over the weekend for sure. Okay, Annalise, got yeah. it. Yep,
0: just so much. I mean, I sketch noted on on hers and posted it out on Twitter, and I. Could, I mean, I could, there's no way that I could capture everything that she referenced, but her Padlet page is also filled amazing. with amazing, amazing resources. So I'll put it, that, I mean,
1: I'll put her Padlet page in the show notes.
0: Yes. Yeah. It is so good. She's done so much work trying to put all that stuff together. Truly what a resource. Um, And I mean, just amazing, amazing presentations. The one that I was really excited about because I learned some new things was a presentation about – or through Mathagon and the presenter was David. He did a great job showing us different things that you can do on Mathagon and one thing in particular was – it reminded me a lot of the Solve Me mobiles where you have a balance and you can set – Anything, any one of their objects has a default value of one. So if they have, if you have like a heart, that heart can be put in there and you can create, you can actually give it a different value. Um, You can set it at, to have like, let's say you want it to be three, you just put three on the other side of the balance and then like, make them equal and create a key and then you could create a, your own puzzle and the kids have to go through it. And what was really cool, I thought this was so fun for like a um, an SEL or an SLL kind of Activity, but you could make great grab an image of yourself and put you on there and set a value for yourself or for whatever, right? Whatever picture you have. Um, so it could be like your age, and then the kids have to figure out how old you are or how many kids you have, right? Like whatever it is that you want, how long you've been teaching. Yeah, how cool is that?
1: I love that. First, I thought you were gonna say wait, and I'm like, I'm not putting that no. up there.
0: <laughs> no. No, no. How oh, fun is that? Isn't I'm going to have to go
1: watch that session. I'll definitely put the Mathagon site in the show notes. Yeah, and, and there's a the bunch immobiles. of videos. Okay. There's a
0: bunch of videos on YouTube. Mathagon has a ton of uh, like how-to and they're quick. Some of those sessions are really quick on on how to use certain tools and how to oh. use, you know, so really good. And everything is free, which I love on yes. Mathagon. So that's a big, big, big advantage. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was really excited about all of those, and those were kind of the highlights for me.
1: Well, I also listened to Dawn
0: Dibley's (gasps) – Oh, my gosh. I totally – that totally – I totally forgot to mention Dawn. (laughs) Dawn's was great, too, and she shouted us out. Thank you, Dawn. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she referenced the episode that Mariah Mariah was on. Yes. It was fantastic. Um. When I saw that pop up on my screen, I I like freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) And then I texted you, Laura, and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) That's why
1: I was like, oh, I definitely have to go listen to what Dawn said. But the funny part is I was driving, not watching. I was like, oh, she didn't mention us. So I went back in the presentation when I stopped
0: the car
1: in park, okay, and I kind of scrolled through and I was like, oh, it was one of the quotes that she put up. Yes. Yeah, I loved that. And then, of course, I listened to our friend Jenny Bay-Williams, right? Yes. I'm halfway through hers. Yeah. Me too on coaching. Yeah. (laughs) Because then I got home.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because – well, see, I was using my husband's iPad to sketch notes. I was sketch noting hers, and then he was like, okay, I I need it for tonight. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll give this back to you.
1: (laughs) So – Awesome. Yeah. So, Christina, thank you so much for you and your team for putting the Virtual Math Summit together. I always have enjoyed all the sessions that I've ever yes. attended.
0: Yeah. And I just so appreciate that they're free again. Yes. Free is for me. <laughs> like, I, lo- I love when it's free. I do.
1: We should make that a little quote on shirts, right? Free is for me.
0: Yeah. yeah that <laughs> might get us in trouble. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, all right. I'll th- have to think know. that through a little bit better.
0: <laughs> all right. Shall we get into it? Let's do that. All right. So how do we model mathematics? So this was my... Um, and wait, this I just want to call
1: listeners. We haven't really discussed this. You just said, I want to talk about this. So yes, that's it. That's as yes. far as we got.
0: <laughs> yeah, I needed some I needed a, like told Laura I'm like I need a brainstorming session with you mm-hmm. because here's what here's what I have. Here's the situation. Here's where I'm at. <clears throat> students are having a hard time with word problems. It's not so much the math part of it, but understanding what's happening in word problems. So I try to break it down into like, what do we do when we tackle a word problem as simply as I possibly could? Mm -hmm. My first step that we kind of came up with as a class and the one I really emphasize for kids is you need to visualize the problem. Just like we talk about in Reading, we have to visualize what we read. We have to visualize what we read in math. Mm -hmm. So visualize it, picture it. And we spend time really talking about like using the building thinking classroom tasks. We think about what does this problem look like? Mm -hmm. Like show me, tell me what's in your picture. So I've really been spending a lot of time on that, but I think in the long run run it will help Mm -hmm. because if you don't know what's even happening, I mean… No, because they want to
1: be number pluckers.
0: Right, Yeah, right. So we have to like go way back. Okay, so visualize the problem. Second step is more make a plan. What are you going to do? What are you, are you going to, how are you going to represent your mathematical thinking? Are you going to draw some kind of model for it? Are you, you know, and I do want them to draw it. So I do emphasize that a lot. But what I've noticed in this step is that kids don't know what to do, Right. What what how to represent their thinking. So that's where we're going to be today. Okay. Uh, but I'll just share the third step that we came up with is at that point, ask, is this a multi-step problem? What operation am I doing? Am I adding, subtracting, multiplying, or dividing? Am I having to do two because it's more than one step? You know, like what... What is the math calculation part of this problem, right. and how am I going to solve it? So that's kind of where we're at. But yeah, just really thinking about models. And from Annalisa's session, she said, "You know, and what we've what I've heard also is models are how we make our thinking visible,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as opposed to strategies. So it's an important distinction." strategies or what we do with the numbers. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about what we're doing with numbers. I'm talking about how are we representing it and how are we visualizing it. Okay. So I think the first thing I have to share to, with students is, you know, there there are some models that will be more efficient than others. Okay. Wait. And it, but before okay, you get into ahead. this, I want to okay. go back to
1: The Common Core State Standards.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. The Standards
1: for Mathematical Practice, number four. And then I want to read the Florida ones because that is, you know, more towards you and I, but, you know, where you need to go. But SMP number four from the Common Core State Standards is model with mathematics. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's probably about seven or eight. I'm just looking, maybe nine or 10. Sentences, so stick with me, okay? Okay, 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 I'm ready. Mathematically proficient students can apply the mathematics they know to solve the problems arising in everyday life, society, and the workplace. In early grades, this might be as simple as writing an addition equation to describe a situation. In middle grades, a student might apply proportional reasoning to plan a school event or analyze a problem in the community. By high school, a student might use geometry to solve a design problem or use a function to describe how one quantity of interest depends on another. Mathematically proficient students who can apply what they know are comfortable making assumptions and approximations to simplify a complicated situation, realizing that they may need revision later. They are able to identify important quantities in in a practical situation and map their relationships using such tools as diagrams, two-way tables, graphs, flowcharts, and formulas. They can analyze those relationships mathematically to draw conclusions. They routinely interpret their mathematical results in the context of the situation and reflect on whether the results make sense possibly improving the model if it has not served its purpose. Okay, I didn't say they were short sentences, okay? Just saying.
0: I know. Okay, all right. But actually, I got some ideas, so that's good. Okay, good. And then
1: when I go to the Florida Mathematical Thinking and Reasoning Standards, there's two that pop up with the words model, okay? Okay. So the first one is MTR2, demonstrate ways – no, it's totally not – Demonstrate understanding by representing problems in multiple ways. And basically, I'm not going to read all the bullets, but two of the bullets say, Build understanding through modeling and using manipulatives. And another bullet in there says, Progress from modeling problems with objects and drawings to using algorithms and equations. And then MTR 4 says, nope, totally lied. And then MTR 7 says, apply mathematics to real world contexts. And again, there's two bullets in there where one of them is use models and methods to understand, represent, and solve problems. And the other one is redesign models and methods to improve accuracy or efficiency. All right. So what's going on in your head now?
0: Well, that's a that's a lot. I know, and I, <laughs> it's a lot, and it's not. You know, I, I'm not quite being successful in those in those things.
1: I don't think you're the only one,
0: right? I, I really, I do think that this year, I I've really been trying to make more connections from one to the other. So I'm I am proud of myself for that, um, but w- there's just a lot of work to be done. There really is.
1: And it's got to okay. be a K-12 work that needs to be done because yes. I don't care if you're doing Common Core, um, Florida standards, Texas standards, whatever, all of our standards have these process standards, which basically yeah. came from NCTM anyways, right? Not the content standards, but the process standards of how we think about math. And it's a to K-12 set of standards. It's not right. just elementary school
0: right 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 yes and so those those things need to continue mm-hmm. it, at further uh, you know further yeah, out than just elementary right. right a lot of times they think well manipulatives are just for elementary students N- no, no they're not <laughs> they're really really not no. and they're not just for struggling students like they are for everybody and it, to make sense
1: of math yes, yes exactly
0: Okay so here's here's where I'm I'm thinking here's where I I guess where I want to go. I want to provide students with some kind of choice board or like a menu, okay. right? Of here are some models because right now they just don't have anything to pull out of their strategy backpack. Okay. No not not even strategy backpack. Nope. I guess model model backpack, like right? Like tools. Thank you. Yes, like a tool. Okay. So what do I want them to have? I think first I, I I need on this, like whatever I create eventually, I need to have a reminder that they do have to look at the problem and the numbers to help them choose an effective model. It's not like I can just choose whatever model, like eeny, meeny, miny, Mo. today I'm going to do this one and try to solve the problem this way because that's not going to be effective so they have to really be strategic mm-hmm. and and plan for which one they will represent the problem or will work best right. in the situation okay so that's first and then so tell the, let the numbers tell you what to do kind of thing you yes, know like I let the numbers that. yep yeah let the numbers look at the numbers and let them tell you what to do okay so that's one No, that's all of it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But so here's some models that I'm thinking of. Like what is it that I want them to have? Obviously, the number line is one of the most powerful tools and one that they dislike the most. And I always say, I think the reason why you don't like it is because you don't know how to use it. And
1: you don't understand it.
0: Right. Yes. Right. But if you did, you would see how... I mean, I mean, come on. If we could get kids to use a number line (laughs) effectively. Effectively? Yeah. Wow. Like because a number line, you can do all four operations on it. Yes, you can. So that one is that one opens many, many paths and can be used for many different strategies. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. So number line. Then I'm a big fan of number bonds because I'm thinking of fractions and decomposing and composing numbers. So number bonds.
1: So I'm going to stop you there. I think I'm more of a fan of part, part, whole.
0: Oh, that was going to be my next. Okay.
1: (laughs) Because you want to make sure that you scale it appropriately. Whereas a number bond, it's just like, oh, this part and this part make the whole thing. So, okay, that's funny that we both thought about that.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, 10 frames. Yes.
1: Not just for under 10, like 10 and under. No. No. You can use no. it for multiplication and division too.
0: Yeah. So I've really been trying to, I photocopied a whole bunch of them and laminated them so kids could use their Expo markers on them. Mm-hmm. And I've just been like taking them out at every opportunity I get, especially with multiplying um. A fractions. whole number with a yeah. fraction, yes. yeah, because so many times they can tell you what two-thirds plus two-thirds is, but as soon as you do two times two-thirds, all of a sudden it's 4 six, Exactly. Right? Yes. <laughs> they multiply both the numerator and the, de- and the denominator. I'm like, no, you, what does this look like? What does it look like? Okay, anyway, it's two groups of two-thirds. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. So 10 <laughs> frames. Uh, fraction bars, or fraction squares, or fraction circles—fraction you know, tiles, whatever that, right? Yes, fraction tiles. So some kind of representation that looks like that. And then when you were reading, then I was thinking, well, just a diagram, just a picture. Sometimes just a picture yes. of what's going on. Yes, and it doesn't have to be um, artistic. It can just be right a representation.
1: Like you can. Yesterday. <laughs> I was actually working with a teacher's child, or it was two days ago, right before spaghetti night. She, had, she brought her son to school and he was helping me out, but he also had some math homework and it was something about like two um, cats or two, what was it? Oh, bikes. It was two bikes uh, or four bikes had two wheels each or whatever it was. So all I drew was like a big circle with two tiny circles on the bottom. I'm like, there's your bike. Like you don't have to draw a whole bike, you know,
0: we're not playing Pictionary where it needs to be a little bit more precise. (laughs) Right, exactly. Or like if you're walking from, you know, Susie lives three miles away from school and Fred lives two miles further than that or whatever, you know, like you can just draw a quick square, square or, you know. It doesn't have to be detailed house exactly, front exactly, and window and yeah. Okay, so diagram, uh, area model, <laughs> <New> <laughs> right? Ding, 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 ding. I mean that is oh, so important for multiplication and division. Uh, I can't even stress that enough. Um, and then I guess ratio table, right? That would cons- that would be yes. A model. Yes. Because you're showing a relationship between one and the other, and it's not a strategy. It is a model, right? right? Yes. Okay.
1: Because we got to think about a model as a representation of what you're thinking. Right. And a ratio table is a model of what you're thinking. Right. I mean, the strategy might be, oh, I'm doubling. Oh, I'm double-doubling. Right. Right. But the, the ratio table is the model.
0: Right. And using a model, you can show different strategies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, So then when you were reading, I was also thinking manipulatives, but I don't know if manipulatives really fall under models. Well, I
1: think they're concrete models, whereas a, a picture or a table or something that we pick up our pencil and draw with, that's a visual representation. Where the other yeah, one is so concrete I, representation.
0: Right. So I definitely think I want to keep it to just like the visual and what they can draw and reproduce like on an assessment, right? Or on paper okay, but or... How
1: about even before that though, a tool that they can use that's a manipulative to bridge that concrete to the representational island? Right. Okay. And then eventually to the abstract. It's just like our CRA thing where, you know, Christina talks about Tondevold, the sweet spot is in the middle. They need to be able to do all three with the same problem to really know that they've got it. Right. Right? And time, of course, is always our enemy. But if we don't take the time for them to do it now,
0: when the hell are they going to get it? No, they won't. They're not. They won't. So that's my list. What am I missing? <laughs> um, okay, so a couple things. When you talked about your three stepper, the mm-hmm.
1: first thing I thought of was, you know, maybe you should put like a a one above the one to be read the whole problem. Like you you talked about visualizing it and then making a plan, and then what's the operation? But I think you gotta tell kids read the problem first. Okay. All right. right. Good point. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe your three'll turn into a four-step problem or No, I gotta keep it at three. So you know, read
0: and visualize.
1: Maybe <laughs> maybe you just put after
0: you read the problem, number one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Kind of like dot dot dot. Right. And when I've always modeled that, I've always read the problem first. Yeah. And then, okay, now we're gonna visualize it. Right. So yeah, I could do like a like um epilogue. <laughs> no, no. It's a prologue. Prologue. Prologues. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. And have you shared with them one of my cute little sayings, when in doubt, dap it out, D-A-P, draw a… No, I haven't, but no, I know, wait. I know. Draw a picture. Oh my gosh. I couldn't yes. remember what it was. I'm like, <laughs> is it dab? No, it's not dab. I know it's not dab. It's dap. Okay. Draw a picture. And then You know what Annalise started sharing was worked examples. Have you seen the stuff that she's put out about worked examples? Which I'm getting more and more excited about. And um, I I just think that if we show kids a model – of here's what this one kid was thinking, and here's what another kid was thinking. Even using the same model, but one kid is right and one kid is wrong, and have the kids just analyze that. I think yeah. that's going to move our kids so much further.
0: Yeah, I mean that was also from Jenny Jenny Bay Williams' like fluency book. Yes, worked examples, right? It was one of worked examples was something that was really important in there. Yeah, no, I I mean, but that's not a that's not a model that they could. Well, views, but, right? But that is that is a way to reinforce the practice of it.
1: But even like if you put it up and say, oh, does this model make sense of whatever you were thinking or of whatever this student was thinking? Like give it right. to them first instead yeah. of having them try to – because they can't come up with their own way right now, right? So, right. So they, maybe yes, as – they're having trouble. As you – You know, after you read the problem and have them go through their their three thing, their three steps, ask the kids or at this point, tell the kids, you know what, do that whole metacognitive thinking out loud where, okay, I'm thinking of, you know, maybe using this model, blah, 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 whatever the model is, or maybe I could use this model. Well, how about some of you try it this way and some of you try it that way? And see yeah. if that would help. Just because we have to teach them to start thinking about thinking,
0: right? Yes, I yeah. agree. Yeah. No, that's good. Did I? Can you think of any other models that I might want to include?
1: Well, it totally depends on whatever you're working on,
0: right? Mm-hmm. It- but did I miss any big ones out?
1: Well, probably, but... <laughs>
0: But it's. 7- i trying to give them a menu. <laughs>
1: okay, it's 7:30 on a Thursday night, and I'm already exhausted. So,
0: how about okay? So listeners- how about this? We put
1: a pin in it. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, listeners, why don't you jump in and add it to the Twitter thread on this? <laughs> podcast drop
0: because I I mean obviously I haven't created this whatever it is that I'm trying to create Mm -hmm. I don't know if it even exists and if there is something out there already if you if you know of something please share it with me because I'm just they are having trouble with how to represent the math Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to give them something that they can use To know, like, okay, oh, right. Like, it's like a character trait list, right? I can tell you what a character is like, but it's a little easier when I have a character trait list in front of me because then I'm like, oh, right, yes, that was a word I wouldn't have thought of, and that's a word I can use.
1: Okay, you totally just reminded me of back in the beginning of January when I was covering the third grade class because the teacher wasn't um, there yet for two days three days. I don't even remember. And like I made a lesson plan for one day, which was so long, it took me three days to get through it. But at one point I did start a list with the kids of models and then strategies. Like a kid was like, oh, make a 10. And I was like, oh, wait. And I put a, a vertical line down uh, mm-hmm, and I said, that's mm-hmm. a strategy. So you know what? I'm going to write myself a note to look in my photos because I I'm 100% sure I took a picture of this one. And if I remember to – no, I will remember. I will share it on our post on this thread or in our show notes, either way.
0: Okay. And what I'm going to also try to do is look it up on ChatGPT because ChatGPT is a great place for brainstorming and – I didn't think of doing that. So I'm going to also try that and see what it comes up with, see if there's anything there that I hadn't thought of. Okay. Okay. And I'll let you know next episode what I what I find out, if I do find anything out.
1: Okay. As we're recording, I'm looking and I don't think I took a picture, but I know 100% sure that it's still on the smart panel in the whiteboard section. So I will find it. I'll send myself okay. an email right after this. Okay, you take a picture of it and share it with you and you guys, are listeners, and girls, our listeners. Yes, okay, wow, perfect. we we have talked for a long time, <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> yes. what are we going to talk about? Yeah, we well, this is what we would do, right? If we were sitting together this, in my yeah. car at a restaurant at my dining room table, this is what we would right. be doing.
0: Yep, here's my problem. Let's let's try to figure it out.
1: Yep. All right, listeners, we are going to jump to the challenge now, and it's to sign up for the book club because this is your last opportunity to jump in before we actually start chapter one, which is going to be this upcoming Saturday.
0: So exciting. I'm
1: so excited too. Oh my God. I can't
0: wait because I really, I've had this book on my list for such a long time. I know. I'm, I'm really excited to be reading it.
1: Well, it's like two or three years now because it came out in 2020. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah. And I just love the, like, just the title of it. I just love rough draft math. Like, I just love the idea of not thinking that our work is permanent and that it's it's revisable. A work in progress, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe
1: to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath.
0: We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.